and we're back. What's up, everybody? Benjamin Well Done coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day in the great state of Texas. Today is Sunday, July the 12th. How are you doing? Um, what did I... Apparently, I, I made some audio or, I mean, video. Uh, it's like I'm in color, but everything behind me is black and white. Whatever. Cool. Let's keep rocking with it. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm on my way to some... Uh, Sunday open mat jujitsu. Um, I did about two hours of uh, comedy writing today. I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel freaking phenomenal. I feel great, uh, 125%. Um, you know, because I haven't been on stage in so long, um, with comedy, you don't really want to build off of more material without having other material um, uh, being vetted and worked on. So I started on some brand new material that I had some preliminary ideas about and I'm loving where I'm going with it. Um, uh, it just feels so good to be just like... You know what's interesting is that like jujitsu is like... It's like chess with your body, right? And comedy is like chess with words because stylistically you can do anything you want but I would rather in chess have as... Uh, stylistically as few moves as possible to chess mate compared to something that's more of a spectacular show you know how like if it's a fight uh, like mixed martial arts UFC boxing whatever and some guys might be like a, a a really really great fighter but purposely for a purpose he wants to make a point in showing how great he is by beating someone as long as possible and having been such a dominant fight that's great. Me personally, I would rather have the fight be over as soon as possible, right? Not everybody's like that. Some people like uh, to carry a fight out. And some people, if they're vindictive, they'll even purposely not finish a fight so that they could continue to to mess up their opponent, to, you know, to continue to pound on them. So whatever floats your boat, but I'm not that dude. Um, get in and get out. And it's interesting because, like, with comedy, comedy in a lot of ways when it comes to the uh, words that you use uh, and stylistically, what I do in comedy is what I do in jiu-jitsu, fewer moves as possible. Um, that's just the stuff that I prefer, how I roll, how I like things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that it goes... I think there's something really, like, beautiful and elegant and intelligent and everything and above when you hear something in the least amount of words as possible without losing anything in translation compared to if you had a lot more words to explain the exact point that you're trying to convey so anyway um, but I'm telling you like I, t I was telling myself that I just felt really unbalanced lately because um, I wasn't I wasn't really doing the amount of writing that I usually do when I'm up on stage, but that was primarily because um, I typically do a minimum, minimum of one hour a day of comedy. Minimum. And that's with a full-time job. On the weekends, it's multiple hours over, okay? But um, minimum one, on average two. And that would be a combination of stage and writing. Now it's just all writing, you know? Um, I had been going to like bus stations and stuff and, and telling jokes and stuff there. But, uh, and, and I was loving it. But now 
I feel like I would kind of be encroaching on people. I would be like, I don't feel like it would be aggressive, but I feel like it would be kind of bad now. Whereas for me to go up to random people at a bus station and not have a face mask, which is something that I'm sure that they would want, and I'm not going to do that so that they don't misunderstand what I'm saying with the face mask to try to work on comedy. Because as far as I'm aware of, everybody doing comedy, which is very, very few and very far in between, has not been wearing a mask on stage. Now, as far as the principle of it, um, when you're on an elevated platform and your voice travels, I would think that if anything, you would you would definitely just logically be a person, the person who should be wearing, who would be most important to wear the uh, face mask. I don't want that. Don't get me wrong. I don't want that at all. But I'm just saying logically it would make sense um, that you would do something like that, that you would have the person that's a comedian. Now, I, I am not for face masks at all. Um, but if everyone's going to be wearing it, if the whole audience had to wear it, again, hypothetically, it would make sense that the person on stage on an elevated platform would have to wear them because that one guy or girl or whatever would literally be able to access on an elevated area everybody's face you're talking out for an hour and everyone is facing towards you you know what I mean so anyway um but like I was saying I, I just felt like I've been really off balance lately because all I've really been doing is uh jujitsu and um a, a little it's not necessarily it's a little bit of comedy I just haven't really had um I've refined as much as possible so much different comedy and I've memorized so much more and I came to a transitional point as far as creativity with comedy where I realized instead of building off of something older um, and going further down that road without having any feedback based off of what's before it, I'm just going to come in a completely opposite direction. I got to keep working. I got to be productive um, and that balance helps my jiu-jitsu. My jiu-jitsu helps out uh, my comedy. It really, really does. There's not that. There's nothing else that I can really... Um, I just noticed a piece of shit on my window. That's what that little look over was. But anyway, I don't really think that there's anything else in life that could get you to compare uh, and problem-solve something aside from jiu-jitsu that you could kind of use like that problem answer problem solving ability with something you do in your personal life I don't think that translates into boxing uh, or for baseball or football or anything because jiu jitsu is all problem solving and me with my size I am open to having a lot more uh, and this is my opinion right uh, questions compared to someone that's a bigger guy because um if a guy that's a bigger guy is holding down a guy that's smaller, there's not too many questions. If a guy that's bigger, uh, uh, what I'm saying is if a bigger guy was on top of a smaller guy, the bigger guy can kind of use his weight. You turn that scenario around, automatically the weight becomes a, a factor for the person that's, that's less weight, such as myself, trying to hold down a bigger guy um, because I don't have that weight. You know, I don't weigh that much, right? So, even even in, in, in all scenarios, not just that, uh, height. 
I'm not the tallest guy ever. So when someone has more leverage and I have less leverage, that becomes more questions, more problem solving and stuff like that. But I don't want to digress too much. Um, this whole, uh, this thing is pretty interesting with this whole like black and white background. I just noticed it. It's kind of cool. Well, whatever. It looks epic though. It looks uh, not epic as in cool. It looks epic like it's like cinematic or something. I am saying some really dramatical and whatever. But um, so after uh, working on comedy, I did like an hour yesterday and like two hours today. Uh, I was supposed to be doing more yesterday, but I got caught up in, in other things. Um, I feel so much more clear in jiu-jitsu. I really, really do. Um, I truly believe that if there's something that you do that you're passionate about in life, um, that if you really are passionate about it, what, let's just say it's baseball. You want to be the best baseball guy ever? Well, then, if you do something else that will kind of make you like stop thinking about that when you return to it, It'll make you better. And I don't mean leaving it. I just mean rotating activities, right? I've been rotating like jujitsu with jujitsu. And now by me doing comedy and writing, I'm at least able to rotate that intellectually and just completely just get out of, just stop having thoughts necessarily about uh, how to move or how to problem solve or something like that. There's something about being able to detach and coming back to a problem and reassessing it you, in a sense, you're, you're basically looking at it from a different point of view, from a different angle. And that's what the balance of me doing comedy and jiu-jitsu reflects and helps with each other. Uh, my comedy helps out with my jiu-jitsu, and my jiu-jitsu helps out with comedy. Um, because it all comes down to problem solving. How am I going to say this exact thing, or, or this, or that, taking into consider consideration that the picture that I want these people to see as I'm painting it with my words, so to speak, you know, um, the intent, the emotions I'm trying to get these guys to react to, to, in one direction, to set them up for going in a completely different direction, in a similar but comparable way, if I want to take God to my left, uh, more likely I'm going to try to push to the right first, okay, if I, if I take him to the right and it works, that's great. But if I'm building up momentum on the right to actually take him to the left, that works. That works. Uh, I wouldn't say even better, but it definitely works because I still get my full attention. So it's like if my if my if my setup to a joke, perfect example. Again, all relatable. If my setup to a joke makes people laugh before I even say the punchline, that that works out even better. But I got to get you going one direction before I take the other. That's what I do at least. That's what I do at least. Um, but everybody's different. You know, everybody's different. <sighs> so, um, a buddy of mine, he challenged me for suicide prevention um, awareness. Awareness, keyword. Um, to do this push-up challenge, and I've been doing push-ups every single day. I gotta be honest with you. Um, I don't really think that the challenge is hard enough. Uh, it's for suicide awareness for combat veterans. Um, I think that it should be more um, because it, whenever you throw in the word challenge, I know that's a very... Hey, bro, what are you doing? What's up? Sorry, she's just not paying attention. 
how long am I how long am I supposed to be at a green light before it turns red? Am I supposed to go through like a whole cycle? You know what I'm saying? I say bro to everybody, by the way. It was actually a white lady, but regardless. Um, but how long am I supposed to be at a green light? I keep having this a consistent con- I feel like I have a part-time job, but I don't get paid money. It's more like volunteer work where I assist people in their driving patterns when they uh, um, are drifting into my lane and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I give them a little honk honk, a little tap tap, and um, I get them to snap back to the realization that they're on a on a road. That is the ugliest car paint I have ever seen. If I were to take a bag of shit, look at that car paint. If I were to take a bag of shit and throw it up against a wall, pardon my French, it's my army term slipping in. Uh, and then it got hot on the sun and exploded. I'm pretty sure that's what it would look like. But anyway, anyway. Um, what was I saying before I was rudely, rudely interrupted by that uh, slow poke of a car not paying attention to the damn road? How do you not pay it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you are at a green light, you already know what to do. But even worse, if you're in the front of the line, if you are in the very front of the line, you take the first responsibility. If you're five or six cars back, I'm not going to tell you to look at your phone. I'm not going to tell you to pay less attention. But you are positionally at a... um, you You are in a position where it actually requires less attention. Because you can still have five or six cars ahead of you go go before you have me behind you honking. Cool, huh? But seriously, shit's ridiculous. If you're in the front, no exceptions. Like, I'm coming up to a red light right now, okay? I give people five seconds. I give people five seconds after it turns green when you don't move your car. If I'm at four and a half, I'm not even touching the steering wheel. I'm not even touching the steering wheel. But if I'm at five, I have to I have to let you know what's up. I have to let you know what's going on, bro. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, oh, and not just that, I lay on my horn aggressively. Aggressively. There's no way to really, like, I have a joke about that, which I'm not really going to re- reveal, you know. I'm paranoid by nature, right? That's a cool-looking Jeep. Yeah, a lot of cars on the road today. It's crazy, right? That's how it works. Cars on the road. Interesting concept. But anyway. Um, but I do lay on the horn. Because I know there's not different pitches of horn between like... Between like, excuse me, and like, hello! You know? You know, something that doesn't work about a joke, in my opinion, is when you don't go 100%. And that hello... I was not 100% on that. That was a very awkward hello. Um, but I am conveying a point. I just didn't feel like really raising my voice to that level. You know? You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. So uh, I think that there should be different uh, pitches of horn. Don't take this material. It is dated. Alright? You can always say you had parallel thoughts. Not you. Don't take that shit. But uh, there's a concept to it, and and, and... now I said I wasn't going to talk about it. I kind of already did, but regardless. 
I'll take that shit. Alright. But it's true. So the equivalent of all I can do is I lay on my horn like my horn was a beach towel. Okay? Uh, on, a, on a hot, bright day. I just lay on it and I don't let go. And even when they're gone, I still follow the car while holding on the brake. I'm that guy. That's me. That's what I do. I'm not really sure about you, but me? That's what I do. Um, I had a, a stop to go to. The open map thing that I'm doing doesn't open up to like 30 minutes. But it looks like there's a car already here. I was just about to interrupt myself and say that, uh, and say that, um, uh, looks like something's here. That I was gonna, um, keep on talking until somebody shows up. Someone's already here. I'm here for a purpose. So let's, uh, let's do this. Let's make America great again by choking out one person at a time. By the way, that's a jujitsu joke. You need to relax, all right? I'm not celebrating choking people, kind of, but not really. You know, that's what jiu-jitsu is. It's choking and dominating and doing stuff like that. It's like wrestling, kind of. If you don't have a clue what jiu-jitsu is, look it up. Do yourself a favor. And definitely try it out. It is for everybody. It is for all body types. It is for all body sizes. Um, I believe in, uh, there's something called absolute. You know, like the alcohol or just like 100% absolutely. Um, and I would consider myself an absolute weight class. And, and here's what I mean. With my skills and my ability, I'm, I'm working on having weight classes be irrelevant because the thing is, they do matter. But to me, with enough technique, your weight doesn't matter. That's part of the beautiful, um, uh, the part of the beauty of jujitsu is that your weight doesn't necessarily matter. Um, it's all skill. And they have tournaments called, uh, uh, and they used to. Now, now not so much anymore. Where it was like zero weight classes. Now the UFC and stuff like that does, but skill-wise, I'm only working on and interested in being able to dominate everyone. Regardless of what your weight class is, dominance is the only answer. And not just that, being able to finish them. Um, you know, there's a lot of skills and techniques that will help somebody progress um, in a certain weight class that you wouldn't do on a smaller weight class. I'm only interested in the one. So, with that being mentioned, that's uh, one of the guys that I know. He's not the jiu-jitsu guy, but regardless, he's still a guy that I know. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep talking a little bit longer because he's not the jiu-jitsu guy. He's a uh, striking coach. Um, I'm not dropping names, you know, so I guess I'm going to be talking a little bit more. But, um, yeah, so there's certain techniques Let's just say you wanted to, you had one objective of what you're trying to do, to move a guy or to choke a guy or to do something like that. You might have all of these different things that would be great different additional options to, uh, to someone that is your own weight class, but if it's someone that was bigger than you uh, or, or someone that was much tinier than you, you wouldn't use those options because it's only for that specific body type. But there's 
certain options that work universally. I would rather spend more hours, minutes, moments, etc., working on those universal techniques that can be used on anybody according to my body type, regardless of what their body type is. That's my goal, and that's what I'm working. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. But then again, depending on what your goal is, if you're not interested in working on, um, if you would rather have more options for some of your own weight class, uh, well then, that's that's the route you should go. For me, it's not. I'm I'm much more interested, and I only do, um, and I'm working on doing much less. Um, to getting better results. So let's just say you had like five techniques. Okay, I'm just throwing this out an example. All right. If you had five techniques of anything that you would want to do, boxing or whatever the case, um, and you could work on one, let's just say you, you have the option of working on one technique, five different techniques for one month. One technique a month. Boom, 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 boom. You've essentially worked five different techniques, right? But you only have about a month of experience working on each one. Me personally, I'd rather spend five months on one technique, but it would be more than one. It would be, you know, maybe, probably two. I'd feel a lot better because I got to have an option. And then behind my number one technique, I have to have two backups. That's kind of how I work, uh, essentially, really. Um, or as they say, have a backup to the backup. You know what I mean? So for people that don't do jujitsu, I might be losing you, so I'm not going to go off and stray too much but all I'm saying is is that uh, I'd rather have fewer options Ugh, excuse me. I'd rather have fewer options um, and more skill in those less options compared to more options and less skill in each you know what I mean and that applies for uh, jiu-jitsu too one of the greatest periods ever ever that I have gained through this whole corona experience is finding my voice in comedy and my path in jiu-jitsu. When I say my path, I also mean my path in comedy. Um, but really just finding out systematically, strategically, etc., how I'm going to tell voice, uh, uh, excuse me, how I'm going to uh, uh, display and show my material, how I'm going to be um, conveying it. And uh, it's directly related to jiu-jitsu which is fewest moves as possible, fewest words as possible, and having each word have greater strength and impact compared to saying more or taking more steps in jiu-jitsu to get that exact, um, th that exact result. Some people aren't like that, but I am. I'd much rather have fewer, stronger steps compared to more. Um, if I could bounce him back to jiu-jitsu for a second, if I... If I had a move that I was trying to do, and we, if it was me and someone else going against each other, and we were both trying to get the exact move, an exact move, movement on someone or each other, whatever. If I could do something in five steps, and he did it in six, six steps, or she, or whatever, if I could maybe even just take half a second off of each step, okay?
because I, I, I drill and I do the technique more, that's two, half a second for, for five, for five different steps, that's two and a half seconds. Gives me two and a half seconds. That's a world record when you're talking about like Olympic sprinting and stuff. Two and a half seconds is a big, that's a big gap. It's a big difference. So part of it is reducing um, how long it takes me to do things. And it also, as far as comedy goes, um, it allows me to say more material by using less words to convey it. Now you might be saying, yeah, that's common sense, but it's not. It all just depends on stylistically. Some people don't have funny setups. Some people deliver the material different. I think one of the best things that someone ever told me was they, they, they call me an asshole. And they said it with all love. It's one of my, my best friends in the entire universe. Okay? And um, we were laughing about it because I knew what they meant. And they were right. Basically just saying a jerk. But see, the thing is, something about me is, um, it's not even my opinion. I get funnier the more angry and aggressive I get. So the second I get that microphone, it's like I've been steaming all day, like a pot of boiling water, and I just slowly start to open that thing up, and then I just unload on everything and fully explain. And it's so refreshing because I'm being real. I'm being real with people, and they understand that. They feel it. Um, and there's something... There's something really interesting. Somebody said something once, like if you tell a group of people... Uh, if something if something crazy happens, okay, people might potentially freak out as a result of because of whatever crazy scenario circumstances going on. But if you tell them what will happen before it happens and the exact event occurs, they're going to be not necessarily cool with it, but they're going to react completely different. They're going to react completely different because they're expecting it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, I think that's the jujitsu guy. I think I was coming up to a point, and that point kind of just flew out the window. You know what I'm saying? Let's see who this is. Nope. Not him. It's a guy, not the guy. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway little sidetracked because uh you know cars and i was i was making a point and it sort of went sideways on me but uh oh that's the guy that's the guy it's official like a referee with a whistle listen everybody i hope you have a beautiful day thanks for spending some time with me if you got any life questions or you want some feedback or anything feel free to email me it'd be cool just to talk shit apparently i got people from all around the world listening to the show on the uh, uh mp3 audio streaming versions spotify uh, you know, iTunes, you name it. Check me out, send me an email, and I will send you a funny response uh, anonymously. If you want to be anonymous, just let me know and I'll keep it anonymous. Followed by a legit direct answer um, to potentially provide some light to your situation. If you listen this long, I'm very happy for you. And I'll see you since. Have a great day, guys. I'm Benji. Well done. Check me out. Peace.